Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, this is my impression of someone saying they do something infrequently or how a weird guy might react if you ask if he's ever put his wiener in a Belgian-style wheat beer. Okay, here we go. Once in a blue moon. Thank you. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Friday, February 18th. This is The Drop. I'm J.E. Skeets, and alongside me, as always, Tass Mellis. Happy All-Star Weekend, everybody, especially all our media friends out there. We're going to miss this weekend Mm. since we're not going. We miss you. We love you. Send pictures. <laughs> <laughs> we got our top shot hot boy, Trey Kirby. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. The international man of mystery, taking it to the Max Lee Ellis. Friends. Mm. Uh. And finally, making the magic happen, super producer, JD. Hello. There he is, and here we are. Shout out to the stream team. Joining us live right now on YouTube. Subscribe, like, comment, share the show. Email in your NBA questions. We're always looking for them. No dunks at theathletic.com. Get yourself a sweet, sweet athletic subscription. Go to theathletic.com slash no dunks. Good deal on right now. Very good deal. I don't know it off the top of my head, but I know it's good. One dollar for six months. I knew you would know it. You're Did always you? yeah, you're always plugged in with the I deals. Like, I like Slack. <laughs> he loves Slack. This guy lives on Slack. I love Slack. And that's my uh my alarm. I was gonna say my alarm, but it's my go to uh alert for sleep. The Slack noise. I just I just sleep with it. Wow. <laughs> Always so going off. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> I love thinking about it. Uh, and go over to nodunks.com right now. You can get hoodies and t-shirts and mugs. And if you act quickly, you might be able to grab this sweet No Dunks 2022 All-Star jersey. TK's rocking it here in the uh, Classic Factory. Only 100 of these available. Well, I guess 99 because Trey's got one. Um, <laughs> Sorry, suckers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, JD asked me before the show, are you sitting up taller? <laughs> I didn't realize I was, but you put on this jersey and the posture is just... Yeah. <laughs> 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 You're up there showing off that chest. Bob Sura never slouched. <laughs> Sura's no slouch. <laughs> I couldn't believe literally he was in the 97 dunk contest. Oh, yeah, he was. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> there was some dark times during the dunk contest. Um, but yeah, go over to nodunks.com. Grab yourself uh, a No Dunks jersey there. Uh, limited edition run. Only 100 of them available. And I've already been told like 25% of them are gone <laughs> before we went on the air. So yeah, good luck to everybody. On today's drop, we're going to make some uh, All-Star Weekend predictions. You know, All-Star Saturday night, which we'll be doing a live watch party right here tomorrow night. Join us around 8 p.m. Eastern for that. We'll talk about the All-Star Game, too. I want to get the uh, All-Star Game MVP predictions mm. from you guys. you got to make your case. Uh, we got a fun callback when it comes to Tweet of the Night. we got Rapid Fire Fun because this is the drop. But let's get in some game talk. And we'll start with Embiid having a huge game 
to help the 76ers outlast the Bucks, 123 to 120. Lee, get us started, man. Big takeaway. You said he had a huge game. It could have been huger, too, if <laughs> some of his teammates could have finished off some of his other passes. He finishes with 42 points, 14 rebounds, and five assists. But you know I like to get a little bit dirty with the secondary assists and you're, digging you're in. You're sick, I man. am a sicko. I am a sicko. <laughs> and according to NBA stats, Joel Embiid had 14 potential assists oh. last night. So, yeah, so he just... passed the ball 14 times? <laughs> well, see, exactly. How do they do that? See, that's the thing. I'm not sure exactly how it works. I don't care. It just helps <laughs> me say helps just how good he was last night. Because let's say your MVP choice was coming down <laughs> to... What the fuck was that? <laughs> Interesting. Just, Interesting. Just leave it there. It looked great. Like, you see the jersey, you see him talking. Uh, yeah, but I really love this shot. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's like that sicko's meme, you know? You're just, you know. Anyway. Yeah, tell me more. These potential assists. <laughs> you want some hockey assists in there too? But look, um, let's say you were coming down to your MVP choice out of Giannis and Joel Embiid. I know there's others, but let's say, well, Joel Embiid would have certainly tilted it in his favour last night because I thought he was just an absolute beast. He did get good contributions. Certainly in that second quarter, Tyrese Maxey had a little burst where he hit four field goals and that was the only field goals he hit for the game. I thought Tobias Harris was really good. And I thought George Niang's defence on Giannis, I think they had a good plan just to get into his space. No one stops him. No one slows him down. We know that. But certainly Giannis had to work for his mm-hmm. buckets last night. But Embiid had the three-pointer going last night. He got to the free-throw line. Basically, this game was there in the balance, and Joel Embiid was the one who stepped up and said, I'm going to make sure our team wins it tonight. And they worked hard, and they hustled, and they do all those like you know those hard-working, nuggety stats there like that. Oh, but my God. You just swerved from one end of the stats? spectrum to the other. <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm, I'm like, like, but his presence out on the floor, as it was again the other night. Now, let's forget the Celtics game. He was a plus 13 in a three-point game. When Joel Embiid was on the floor, the Sixers were clearly the better team yeah. there last night. The Bucks had chances at the end. They rushed a couple of threes, I thought, when... when in that last sort of sort of 35 seconds there didn't connect them Chris Middleton didn't have a good shooting performance they played well I mean the Bucks played well this is a really good close game but if you're the Sixers right now you know you are hoping that you're getting after the All-Star break as well a rejuvenated energetic excited healthy James Harden Yep. And you're going to be feeling pretty good about yourself. Yep. There's some really good teams in the East. Miami, we'll get to them. They won again last night. Chicago's obviously been one of the better teams. Cleveland is a tough team. And then Milwaukee and Philadelphia. I mean, any one of those teams, I think, maybe not the Cavs in quite that top echelon, mm-hmm. but any one of those other four teams, I think, have shown they could be the best team in the Eastern Conference. And Embiid, I mean, this little tear he's on again. Forget the Celtics game. He's just unbelievable <laughs> right now. Yeah, I can't wait for uh, Sixers, Bucks second round series maybe even conference finals to be decided by who plays better Tobias Harris or Chris Middleton <laughs> that's right that's what's going to happen when they meet in the playoffs inevitably it's going to be like of those guys who's got to go and Milton have just a brutal game yeah a rough shooting game and Tobias you know I thought was pretty uh, pretty decent played better than Chris last night but uh, yeah what do you have to do the one? big takeaway I think is that the Bucks desperately miss Brooke Lopez in a series like this yeah uh, he would he would help so much over Bobby Portis to play Joel Embiid the matchups here, what I was watching was Embiid versus Portis and Yanis versus George Niang. And the guy who won the defensive battle of those two was George Niang. Yeah, it's it's remarkable that it's it's a guy who's yeah come through the D League, a second round pick, and, and here we are. I, I I love so many things about George Niang. I, I love the the Nang Gang, the the Van Gang. I don't know what his fans are called, uh, but but there, he has a faction of fans and where he's come from. With that, he is uh, a, a very 
solid defensive player. I think he's a lot taller than he is because he plays. He's like Trey sitting up in that jersey. He looks a lot taller and bigger. <laughs> I mean, just because he's so wide, I think he's six nine or so. Uh, but he's six seven, and he played Giannis really well. On the other side, Brook Lopez is such a big part of the defense for the Bucks, uh, and he would have helped uh, against Joel Embiid. Joel did every fourteen of twenty one. Brook is the, you know, he, he people call him the most important defender on the Bucks, and I think that's. Pretty true. Uh, you know, him and Giannis work hand-in-hand, hand, so they are looking for him to come back. Uh, and I think the Bucks, giving up a 45-point second quarter in this game, they're kind of just in chill mode a little bit. You know, they, they are the champs. We do see games from the champs uh, in the, this part of the season that it isn't indicative of how freaking great they are. It's just an effort thing sometimes, and I think that's what happened, and they had to come back in this game, and they weren't able to do it. Yeah, I love a game like this where the game is awesome. You see the highlights the next morning. It says, epic duel between Joel Embiid and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Great to watch those two going head-to-head. I actually like Embiid taking the challenge and guarding Giannis. That's, to me, how you can tell that this game meant a tiny bit more to the Sixers Mm -hmm. than it did to the Bucs. And also, I love that this game really doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things. (laughs) Because when we look back, we're going to be like, no James Harden. So the Sixers are going to look completely different. The Bucks, we assume, will look different, too, whenever Brooke Lopez comes back. Pat Connaughton will be healthy come playoff time. So just sit back and enjoy it. But you're right, Skeets. The Chris Middleton Ferris wheel. <laughs> it's, it's boarding right now. Yeah. It's very low. I think he's six for his last 30 from three. He had three yeah. three-point attempts in the last couple of minutes yep. in this game. If he hits one, we're talking about uh, maybe a Bucks win here. But he was pretty far off on both of them. So he's got to hit shots for the Bucks to be good. But it's like... That's just how the Bucks do it. They won a title with Chris Middleton hitting shots when he absolutely needed to. And on the flip side, I think that uh, George Niang and Furkan Korkmaz are like sneakily huge players for the Sixers team. They're going to have to get outside shooting from somewhere. Those two guys combined to go 8 for 14 from 3 yesterday. Mm-hmm. So if they're shooting the ball that well, they can stay on the court and give any sort of defensive uh, resistance that they can provide. Yeah, especially now that Curry's obviously yep. gone and, and in Brooklyn. Uh, well, let's keep it moving here. Let's get to this one because there's a, a bit of controversy mm. surrounding the Heat's win last night in double overtime against the Hornets. 111-107 was the final score. Let's go right to this missed call because I want to hear your opinion on it, guys. It was, it was crazy. So the Hornets coaching staff and their fans upset that the officials never stopped the game to review a main three-pointer by Lowry in the first overtime period. So we've got a screen grab here of it. Lowry's foot, I mean, it's clearly yeah. on the line. And because the three-pointer came in overtime, officials on the court, they would have had to ask for a review. <laughs> Rather than the league office in, you know, it's the caucus reviewing it to change the score. This was very confusing. I was watching it. I mean, if you were watching the Hornets broadcast, yeah. Collins and Curry are saying, well, that's not really the score. Yeah. They've called it a three. Yeah. They'll look at it. You <laughs> Don't know, worry, we, they'll take this off. Yeah, when yeah. we have a stoppage in play, and then eventually we got to a stoppage in play because it took a while. The yeah. game kept going. I actually, in watching it lively, I was like, whoa, what would happen here if for whatever reason it yeah. is so rare, but if we just didn't have a stoppage? From here until the end of overtime, yeah. the heater up one. Would it be possible that they would then go, now it's our first stoppage. Let's go look at it. Yeah. Take it away. But in the end, it's this weird rule that I wasn't really even sure of, Tass, where it's like it wasn't triggered. Like it wasn't in. There was like a couple seconds after he hit it, there was an inbounding play from the Hornets and it was like not reviewed yeah. then or the play was stopped to take a look at it. 
and they didn't go back because they can't, they're saying, the referees. Just really strange. And stupid, really. Why not get it right when it's yeah. so clearly an error? Yeah. I mean, we, we have stoppages for things that are like, they can take 10 minutes for a stoppage. Yeah, and it yeah. Clearly oh, goes, he may have fouled him yeah. while he's on the fast break. Yeah. You know, uh, let's uh, take and, a look and, at it. And the ball will go out of bounds. All right, we've got to get that right. Yeah. This, in a game like this, so tight in overtime, and it's because it's in overtime, they can't get it from Sikorka. It just doesn't make sense. And especially when you have the opportunity, when there was that breaking play, and I think there's about 50 seconds to go. I think it was after Larry hit another three, actually. Uh, then to say, okay, we've got to get this right because it could change so much of how the Hornets then play those last of couple of possessions. Yeah. And uh, for them to end up on the wrong side of this score as well is just rub salt into the wound. And uh, the referee, by the way, right there on the spot too. Yeah, he's right there. Right there. Yeah. I mean, so I just don't know why they wouldn't have done that. It just seems like a, a, a complete um, screw-up to I, not even yeah. be able to go and check it. I think it's a screw-up in the way they wrote the rule. I think they just they just messed up somehow that the rule is dependent on when it is during yeah. the game, that it's yeah. only in the fourth four quarters that Sakakis can check it. Overtime, <laughs> nah, I mean, cool, we'll figure it out. Surely overtime, like the rules then just... You know, yeah, yeah. Go in, but, extend into overtime. They don't just go. Well, no, you know, no overtime. It, uh, but it, yeah, and, and this rule was just written a couple of years ago, right? Because mm-hmm. it used to be that the players on, or, I'm sorry, the referees on the floor would go over to the scorers' table and figure out after a stoppage. But now it's gone to Sakakis, and so strange that they made it just dependent on when it is during the game. It's I've said it before. We here as basketball nerds sometimes don't know the rules, and this is another <laughs> I, instance. Yeah, I did not this, know this one. Yeah. Even the broadcasters didn't know it. No, I mean it yeah. makes zero sense, and that's why I think it's just a flub in how they wrote it. Like they just left out the OT part, or how they <laughs> how they excluded the OT part. It's it's a mistake, and it's got to be changed. What what purpose does it serve for the referees? to change it on the floor only in overtime. doesn't make sense. It has to be up in Secaucus. Could we get a replayed game here? <laughs> it's like the, the most exciting thing. We're going to get a team together. We're going to play six minutes. Yeah. So you're saying are the Hornets going to protest? I mean, the, the Hornets the... have a pretty clear and obvious protest saying, hey, hey, look at that foot. You see that foot? We all saw that foot. <laughs> the but, only yeah. problem well, is the game then went to double overtime yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But Montrezl Harrell's free throw right? would have been yeah, a yeah. game winner. We went, yeah. He went to the line, yeah. it, it would have sealed it. Yeah, yeah, really weird. I mean, so they're they're asking the crew chief after the game because they can do the whole thing where like the pool reporter, I think yeah. it was Rod Boone of the Charlotte Observer. So he asked Sean Wright, who is the chief crew. I'll just get this out there on, for the record. He said, by rule, this is the officials, the basket by Lowry must be reviewed at the next clock stoppage, which was at the two-minute mark. So like I said, oh. a few seconds later, once the ball was inbounded by Charlotte, by rule, the window to review the shot was now closed. Hmm. Okay, and then, you know, the follow-up question is, but his foot is clearly on the line. I mean, it's not close. Why was more caution not exercise and a review called by the crew to ensure the ruling was correct? Right. Quote, the crew has to have doubt in order to stop the play. Unfortunately, we did not have doubt at this time, which is the reason why we didn't stop the play. Yeah, and that's why they won't, obviously. They can protest it, but the NBA was like, that's the rule, sorry. I know you don't like it, but that's the rule. That's why you're not getting the protest. We might change the rule. But you're just going to have yeah, to. Yeah, I think it was Schumann that tweeted, There's, there probably shouldn't be a statue of limitations on when an incorrect score can be yeah, fixed totally. within a game. And yeah. that's that's spot on. Yeah, yeah. Really, really weird. Yeah, it's the whole game. <laughs> that shouldn't stop. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, you should get the score right at all times. Yeah, so should I mean, 
I, there could be an instance where we go to four overtimes and the rule stops in the third overtime. Like, <laughs> I, who knows with, with these mm. rules? It makes no sense. And I understand why the ref may have missed it because it, it was Lowry's inside foot. I mean, if, you're, if the referee is on the sideline like he was, his caboose and his left foot <laughs> were in the way of his right foot standing on the line. I could see why okay, he yeah, missed the angle. it. But, Th- that, uh, it should be coming from Sakakis. Exactly. That's, Sakakis has all the angles. Hold they, on. They can why see do we, the we caboose, have the technology? We have the technology in tennis mm. to like, oh, let's go right in and see where that ball, whether or not it hit the line. Like, how can we not have something similar with the three-point line at the very least? And software, whether a foot yeah. is on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That is then triggered at least to have a look at it, no matter what period we're in. My my only question with the ref, though, like, you have to look at his feet before you put the three signal up. He was looking down there, and he's... This is just a bad call. Yeah. No excuse for it. This is a terrible, terrible call. And there should have been doubt in the arena. There was doubt on the broadcast. Like, I'm sure you can hear Eric Collins screaming. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) guarantee you could hear him. I I mean, it looked like they actually put it on the giant screen there, too. So, I mean, just because of the way that the coaching staff and the Hornets there looking, they were saying, check that, review it. And the the ref seemed to be just like, no. Well, uh, yeah, again, they're saying at a certain point, we just can't. We're not allowed to go review it because it's right right when Charlotte inbounds the ball, right? So, like, one second later, they have to go right away. They should have just, like, taken a foul. Well, that's why (laughs) Curry and Collins on the call are like, okay, well, that's the score on your screen, but don't worry. Uh, They they say at one point, the guys in the truck, so their production team, have taken a look at it. He's clearly on the line. So, when we have a break in play, yeah, they'll go look at it. They'll take away a point, yeah. and we'll be, uh, I guess, tied in that situation. So it was really weird. It's mm-hmm. just a, a weird, strange, like, I don't Bad. know. It's not a loophole or something with the the, uh, the, refs the rule blew book. It. Yeah. yeah. They blew it. Yeah. Um, as for the game itself, which was really entertaining, Lowry was a beast. He was. Uh, in the, you know, in the overtime period, he scored 12 of his 25. There was, like, there was the Kyle Lowry over everything moment where he just took over the game. Butler had nothing going in terms of his shot though he did end up hitting a huge jumper and then he hit a three mm-hmm. to sort of ice the game in the second overtime but it was Lowry you know Duncan Robinson hitting threes and uh, you guys already said it Montrez Harrell had a chance to even win this thing and uh, well split it hit yeah. the first one splash yeah. Yeah. I was like whoa wow but when he went to the line, I'm like, he's not hitting both these. No, he uh, <laughs> doesn't have like, the smoothest motion no, at all. No, Moonballed it a little bit the second one. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but what do you think? Anything else? We got the Heat now tied with the Bulls as we uh, head into the All Star break. Thirty-eight yeah. and twenty-one. And look, it does. It, you know, just to go on the call one more time. Even if it does get overturned, maybe the Hornets don't win. Of course, but they are desperate right now for any sort of luck to go their way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you know they're zero and six now in overtime yeah, games too. They're not good at closing out there. Yeah. And fourteen and fourteen home, twenty-nine thirty-one. So they just can't quite separate themselves into one of the groups right now where, where they can get into that playoff safety. So everything is huge for them. But I think it is a little bit. I mean, I don't have the stats. I haven't dug super deep into their clutch time execution, but it just feels like they don't have a great. Uh, you know, closing out like uh, Lamelo and, and Bridges and those guys certainly doesn't feel like you're watching Chris Paul or DeRozan out there. They need someone <laughs> who can sort of help them get a couple of easier or at least higher percentage looks well, when the yeah. game is tight. It, you know, the Hornets were not helped out by Lamelo Ball fouling out of the game. You know, somewhat late, and I thought Bridges was pretty clutch last night. He didn't want to go on All Star break. He kept yeah. extending this game, extending this game, and making it close, hitting big shot after big shot. But anything from this Heat Hornets one besides the controversy there. I love seeing feisty Lowry. You know, Lowry was just into this basketball game. We're getting second half Lowry here. He's coming. He's coming because, you know, he's been in and out of the lineup and he knows how to preserve the body a little bit. You know, he's, he's, 
he's a champ. So he's waiting a little bit for this these last 30 games, and it's impressive what the Heat have become with Lowry out of the lineup and Adebayo out of the lineup and Butler out of the lineup. They've had so many And Heroes injuries. out of the lineup right now for right, them, yeah, even, which yeah. is really weird. So, this is a scary squad if everybody yeah, is on this team. Yeah. And my God, they must be the most annoying team to play. Lowry and Tucker, you know, taking charges <laughs> and obviously embellishing them. And like this happened a couple times down the stretch. And then you just got like feisty defenders and Jimmy and Bam. It's just like it'd be a nightmare. I would not want to play them in a playoff series. You'd be like, God, no, not this squad. Oh yeah, they're gonna be grinders big time in the playoffs. This is a team that was built to be great in the playoffs because they're gonna be great on defense. The offense, though, I'll say, is a concern. 87 points in regulation yeah. against the Hornets. Like the yeah. Hornets give up 87 points and a half. Yeah, yeah. but a lot of it was Jimmy Butler missing, but. Yeah. A lot of the Heat's offense is like, Jimmy, go do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that can be a problem because his greatest strength is his strength. Mm-hmm. You put a bigger guy on him, he can't knock that guy necessarily off the path and get an open jumper if it comes down to just Jimmy shooting jumpers. That's also not his strength. So, I don't know. There's going to be a lot of tense moments, I do believe, for the Heat. They'll be playing a lot of games under 100 come playoff yeah. time. and. Those are games that are really a toss-up when it comes down to it. Yeah, and you need those Lowry moments where he hits, you know, three shots in a row, two threes, gets inside, finishes uh, like he had in this one, especially in overtime. All right, let's keep going here. Luka scored 49. Oh, my God, he's the third game we're getting to as the Mavs beat the Pelicans 125-118. to Trey. Uh, yes, hi, Mr. Doncic. We have an opening here at the MVP mm. table, so we can seat you now 49-15-8 for Luka. This is one of the best heaters of his career right now. I would recommend personally going back and watching the third quarter, 20 points for Luka, and it did not matter who was guarding him. He had and ones, he had step backs, he even had a driving dunk in a half-court yeah. possession. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Devontae Graham. Too small. Sorry, buddy. But uh, this is the fourth time in February already that Lucas had 40 or more points. He's now up to fifth in scoring, fifth in assists. It looked like he could go for 60 last night. But the Mavs were up big in the fourth. Thought maybe Luka's not coming back until C.J. McCollum got really, really hot. He had 18 in the fourth. The Pelicans cut the lead to four with 30 seconds left. But Dallas made just enough free throws and played just enough defense to get their sixth win in seven games. My two big takeaways. Number one. All Luka needs to do to win MVP is show up in shape. Like, if he shows up this Luka Doncic at the beginning of the season, he's probably going to be the leader. Mm. If he's, He looks like a different player. Like, physically, he looks different. He's less sweaty. His haircut <laughs> looks better. And his body looks more svelte. He's moving incredible out there. Number two, watching the Mavs play the Pelicans, I couldn't stop thinking about how similar the Kristaps Porzingis trade is to the Jonas Valanciunas trade, where, like, there are reasons that you would make the trade contract-wise. Like, maybe the Grizzlies didn't want to have to pay JV, right? The 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 Mavericks obviously wanted to get off the Kristaps Porzingis uh, contract as well. They're both solid players, but I kind of think it was, like, the front office is saying, we are wasting our time posting up literally any time. Why don't we just put the role guys out there in Powell and Kleba, Kleba picks and pops a little bit, mm-hmm. but he can roll too. He got a nice dunk here and just do everything with your star. Like mm-hmm. Jonas Valanciunas, you're a solid player. Chris Stapps Porzingis, you're good when you play, but you ain't Luca and you yeah. ain't Ja. So let's just go all in on those guys. It's a little bit like addition by subtraction. And it's a little bit just doubling down on what you're the best at. And it's obviously working for the Mavericks. 
Uh, practice your free throws, Luca. I have to say that because he had two to he get 50. 50. Yeah, 13 <laughs> seconds to go and he missed both of them. Yeah. I mean, that was the only knock on his game last night because he had that step back going in the first half as well. And uh, it was just incredible. He was uh, he was awesome. And the Pelicans did make it a contest, but it, it is interesting. I, I thought I jinxed it. Sorry. I don't know. Maybe Tass was watching the document, uh, the doc <laughs> last night that we work on for the show. It's our pick'em game. Yeah. They were up huge. 24 or something. I was like, well, that's another win for Skeetsy. <laughs> killing it this month. And I updated the standings. And then like, I, I checked the score like five minutes later. And it was like a five-point game. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. I've done it. I there saw you. Go. I saw you. Did you? I thought <laughs> yeah. I saw you. Yeah. In it. Yeah, I was like, oh, geez. Like, I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, no, no. I mean, that's really what it came down to. Yeah. Luca was just unguardable, really, yeah. last night. I mean, when he's got that step back going... Uh, He's he's incredible. And you can see it. You know, he's got that sort of slow sort of wind up to it. But then he takes a gigantic step, creates a space. And uh, when it's going, man, he's fun to watch. Yes. Superstars like this, if they have a rough game like he did the night before or the game before against the Miami Heat where he's 5 of 19 and he was getting doubled all over the place. And then he gets loose against a team that is you know, sort of soft doubling him, just showing a second body kind of. this. These are the kind of nights, if you like playing player props, uh, that he's going to go off. He was 5-19 again the night before the game before against the Miami Heat. Uh, and then he got 35 opportunities in this game because they were just giving him space. So anytime you see a, 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 a ho-hum night from a guy like Luca, it's happened. Uh, as Trey said, he's had some, some four 40-point games uh, so far in February. And, and he's had a you know a couple, an 18 and a 21. And he bounces back big time mm-hmm. uh, to, to give you some juice, especially when you get locked up with a Heat defense who, who said everybody else – DFS Dorian Finney-Smith, come on, come come beat us. Uh, Reggie Bullock, uh, when you get back healthy, you come beat us. Kleba, you come beat us. Like all those types of guys. Uh, but the Pelicans just got, they got down early and it was hard for them to come back. So who is currently at the MVP table if Luka has pulled up a seat? I assume it's Jokic, Giannis, and Bede. Yep, those, are, those three. are our three mainstays. Okay. They've got, they would be sitting in the spots right now where... <laughs> Me, Tass, and Lee are sitting. Okay, okay. Like they're entrenched in yeah, there. The yeah, two yeah. outer seats are switching quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Right now, I got Luca and DeMar DeRozan okay. sitting mm-hmm. in the fourth and fifth spots. Steph Curry's been sitting there for quite a while. John Morant's had uh, a seat. Chris Paul stopped by for a little bit, but, you know, he's kind of been in and out. So th- yep. that's my okay. current five okay. right now. That sounds right. Yeah. Would you agree with that? It's it's the three giants there yeah. uh, in Jokic, Giannis, Embiid, and then. Right now, Luca, the heater he's on, as Trey put it, and then maybe the fifth being a DeRozan, or maybe you have somebody else. I probably have Jar, just a just a slight, a slight tilt ahead of uh, Demar. Okay, Jar ahead of Demar, but mm, uh, sure. Demar's like I've just got to take a call. He's outside. Right, there's yeah. a lot of that. Yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, the other games. I'm just gonna lump them together. Tass, you can. Uh, Talk about both of them. You can talk about none of them. You can talk about one of them. Uh, Rui Hachimura and Kispert lead the Wizards past the Nets 117-103, and then the Clippers race to an early lead and cruised past the Rockets 142-111. to I know the Wizards' season has gone sort of uh, off the rails a little bit with Beal out. They've traded for Chris Porzingis, who is not playing basketball currently. It's a weird season for them, but I will say... I do enjoy watching their young guys play, and their young guys being Denny Avdia and Rui Achimura. Those two guys, not home runs from each of those drafts, not superstar players by any means. They're not going to be number one guys. But Avdia and Achimura are going to have long careers in this league, and I think what kind of goes under the radar about Avdia is they put him on 
really good wing players a lot of the time. And he stays down, and he plays hard, and he's a really good secondary playmaker and secondary scorer. They did pretty good with him, uh, and, and even though, you know, they I think he was drafted over Halliburton. All right. You might want Halliburton instead. Yeah. Uh, but a, a decent pick there. Hachimura, a lot of injuries, but he's come along as well as being a really, really efficient player. So those dudes are coming off the bench still. It's an interesting uh, rotation for Wes Unsell Jr. They're still playing the Vets. They're still playing your Kuzmas and your KCPs and trying to win basketball games. Uh, but eventually, it's a little nixy. Uh, we should see more of these young players, I think, mm. uh, because they're efficient, then they're playing really well, and they, they're not shot-happy by any means. I think they'll still play within the offense in the, in the starting lineup. So I think there's some positivity to take away from this ugly season. Uh, I, then, they, then they still have to mix in with Beal and Porzingis later on, but there's still a game out of the play-in tournament. Only a game. It's, mm. It sure seems like right. they're in 14th place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they could get there. They definitely could get there. Um, we have some news when it comes to Anthony Davis. We got an update. Uh, Lakers star forward AD diagnosed with a midfoot sprain on Thursday. This is from the Lakers themselves. They say he will be out at least four weeks. TK, how big of a hit uh, could this injury be here for the Lakers? This is bad news, Bears. Walter Matthau. I am daughter dating a biker worried if I'm the Lakers because LeBron has been balling. Like, yeah. LeBron has been playing incredible basketball this season, and it doesn't matter. Four and six with Anthony Davis in the lineup since his return. The silver lining, I think, if you're the Lakers, one of those weeks is taken up by All-Star. Mm. Right. So you're not losing any games at that point because the schedule is brutal uh, for the Lakers. Once they come back from the break, they've got the third hardest schedule remaining per tankathon.com. And speaking of tanking, they could lose their pick this year if they if they end up they could uh, it could go to the Grizzlies. So to me, it's play in life for the Lakers once again. Like I don't think that they have any chance of getting to the sixth seed. They're two and a half up on the tenth seed, Portland right now, and then four and a half games up on the eleventh seed. So it seems like they'll probably still make it to the play in tournament. LeBron James, perhaps the greatest player in play in tournament <laughs> history. Remember the three baskets shot he hit from half court mm. last year. Mm kind of slipped my memory but that definitely happened i think it's really realistic they don't make it to the top eight and play in the real playoffs this season yeah Mm -hmm. and uh who's available that they could get to replace him i mean dwight and deandre have given them nothing right so they need a someone you know it's not going to be mellow obviously he can't play that position so they need a big they need a body i'm not quite sure who it is they get but anthony davis i mean his season it just feels like he started the season didn't what didn't look great he went down with the knee injury and now he's out again with another ankle injury. I mean, even if he was to come back in, let's say, four or five weeks just before the playoffs, you just don't feel that he would be ready to go. Like, his conditioning would need a lot of work in that. But he was looking okay when he did come back here. But uh, so many times this season, he's gone up for a rebound or something, come down and just look like, uh-oh, he's done something. Mm-hmm. And he did that the other night. So, uh, yeah, it's been a rough season for him. Yeah, I think it's it's uh, wise to remember the All-Star break is not the halfway mark of the season. Mm. When these guys come back from All-Star weekend and a couple days off, there are like seven weeks left in the season until the playoffs or the play-in tournament, I guess. Uh, very little time. And AD could miss a good chunk of that task 
at, maybe even the whole thing for all we know, depending on what happens with the Lakers at a certain point. If it looks like we're toast, then maybe he doesn't even return. Who knows? I mean, it's bad. So Well, yeah, I would say they're not going to be toast-toast, I don't think. I don't think they're going to fall out of the, the play-in picture. I, th- I think what they're playing for is either lose two games to go home or lose one game to go home. And, and by that, I mean the 7-8 bracket or the 9-10 bracket. Right. They're playing for the – and maybe they can't get to that 7-8 uh, part of it now with ADO. But I still think they're going to be – Hanging out in that playing tournament again, one more time. It's weird. Uh, maybe they can get help in the buyout market. It may not be a big uh, because the best players are, are still guards out there, and they may just have to go small with Braun uh, at the center, a lot of center right. uh, in, in crunch time. They may try Trevor Reza, but what I really think is going to happen is it's Westbrook time, baby. And, and, <laughs> what and, about center? It's got to be. Yeah. Well, he can play. He is going to play center. Like yeah. he's he's going to get to the hoop. It's it's that type of that's that time of year. Uh, remember last year? Well, let's be a little positive. At the end of the year, he helped the Wizards get to their own version of the playing tournament because he went buck nutty after the All Star break. Uh, <laughs> he just he just he was crazy Westbrook in a good way, you know, sort of out of control, getting to the rim. Has he preserved his body? Is he ready for this? Uh, to you know, they're going to give up a ton of points at the other end, but maybe if they get a Dragic uh, in the uh, the buyout market, maybe they can outscore teams and. And and just get to the line with, you know, their their guys intact and, and ready for a play-in tournament. With let, let's 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 be realistic here, they're going to be in a play-in tournament with the Wolves, Clippers, and Blazers, or you know, a team of that elk. So, yeah, nah. it's when when yeah. it's not it's not looking good right now. But when if if they come back, they can win two games. I, I think <laughs> <laughs> Westbrook did sort of something similar with Houston as well. Remember when yeah. they went super small? Robert Covington was there yeah. big, and that. You know, got them to the playoffs at least. Didn't really work in the playoffs, so maybe there's something there. I mean, Frank Vogel's got not many choices right now, not many options. Yeah, this is a really bad timing for Anthony Davis too. I wonder what does this mean for his status in going to Cleveland here for the top 75 celebration. I mean, by all accounts, he was on crutches when he was leaving uh, the arena the other night. Now the MRI, it's okay, I guess, this midfoot sprain, but w- will he even be there? He'll be there. You think so? Why would he not turn go? it down? I mean, I don't know. I guess Shaq had a broken foot and he missed the top 50. That's a good point. That's a good point. Is it a little Harden-esque? Hey, I got picked last, not coming. <laughs> uh, no, no I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying because he's injured. He may not want to be getting on a plane and being on it. Well, I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't lived up to his top 75 billing this season. I know. He's not an all-star this season. Maybe he says, I'll pass. I'll pass. I'll, I'll join later. I don't know why I thought about this driving in. You know, we were upset Dwight Howard was snubbed for the top 75. Yes. I think we should be more outraged that Jokic isn't on it either. I don't know. I'm just like, that's going to... Let's hear your outrage. (laughs) Well, well, I mean, well, I guess I'm just, you know, I'm just yelling in my car to myself and and pounding (laughs) on the steering wheel. Uh, You know, it's it's because it's going to look silly. It's just the timing was weird. I get it. But they should have leaned into like they did with Shaq, really. Back when he did the top fifty, it's like oh, he only played four seasons, but he wasn't look at even these numbers. an MVP at the time. That's right, mm. right. You even feel like a little more confident in, in including him, I would say, at this point. But yeah, anyway. I mean, well, no, they get seven, angry. They got seventy six in already. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll make it seventy seven at that point. Uh, all right, let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll get to some All Star Weekend predictions. Don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human 
in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply. Selling a little? Yeah. Cha-ching. Or a lot? (laughs) Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling savory sausages or offering ostentatious oddities, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the United States, and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way, because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash nodunks, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash no dunks now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash no dunks. All right, back with no dunks here in the Classic Factory. Let's get to some All-Star Weekend predictions. You guys love All-Star Weekend, don't mm-hmm. you? Oh, I'm a fanboy for it. Some people hate it. They're curmudgeons in my eyes, though. Mm. Like, ah, who else do I have to see these exhibition games? <laughs> Get out of here, you old farts. It's fun. Um, so let's make some predictions, because we are going to be watching it live together, kicking it here tomorrow night. Join us around 8 p.m. Eastern to uh, watch the skills and the three-point contest and the dunk contest and all that. Can't wait for that. But let's start with the skills. And then I've got some other sort of All-Star Weekend questions for you guys, including All-Star Game MVP, and we ask everybody in the stream team to make your predictions as well. But uh, the skills challenge, to remind you, new format. Uh, challenge points. You think you have to remind <laughs> me about the oh, you're skills Oh, you're challenge? a sicko too? You're a skills sicko? Listen, uh, I know we're starting with the best event here, but this, <laughs> the, this is the event uh, that is most forgettable. When it comes to Saturday night, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and that, and that's this is the event that uh, that people uh, you know obviously don't care for that much. Those old farts, as you called them, I guess. Yeah, uh, but this new format will make it better. Okay, share share the teams for the podcast listeners. Tass, who we got here? Yes, yeah, so we have three teams. 
It used to be every man for himself. It used to be every individual. Then they went smallies, biggies. Yeah. Uh, you know, they it was it was usually a guard type format, but then they went smalls, bigs. Hey, we got to change it up to fix it. Here's another iteration. Right. This is this is them trying to fix it. So three teams. The first team is the Adetokubros, as they like their hashtag, the Adetokumbos. <laughs> it's Yanis Adetokubo, Thanas Adetokubo, and Alex Adetokumbo. Yeah. The second team, the all Cleveland team, being that it's in Cleveland, mm-hmm. you got a big in Jared Allen, a slight big in Evan Mobley who can handle, <laughs> and Darius Garland, the All Star, right? Uh, along along with Jared Allen as an All Star, I should have said that. And then the Rook crew. What a rookie class we've got: Scotty Barnes, Cade Cunningham, and Josh Giddy. So let's not get too deep into it. But there's three rounds. There's three rounds, and there's a shooting round, right, right. a passing round, yep. and then a relay round. Right. So the shooting round, each member of the three teams goes to five different spots. So it's going to take, I think they get 30 seconds each guy, if I'm correct. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, it's 30 <laughs> seconds. Bang, 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 bang. Other guy comes shoot from th- th- these five spots. Bang, 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 bang. Uh, and then they get into a passing thing you hit some oversized targets that could be fun i'm, not I'm sure excited what these to see what are. they do with that one because that's usually to me <laughs> oddly my favorite part of the relay thing that's where they always botch it yeah they like hard, you know the bounce pass through, through the this hole. little hoop it always it bounces out so who knows <laughs> yeah. what it's passes gonna be more extensive into, passes into oversized moving targets cool. to score points moving targets wow cool Cool. It's like a Patrick Mahomes nice, yeah, situation. Yeah, it's like the old Very football Mahomes. one. And then a relay similar in format to what we've seen in the past. Right. A mix of passing, dribbling, and shooting. So people will say, ah, oh, you got to favor the little guys. I say, anyone can win this thing. <laughs> uh, who won it last year, Lee? The skills challenge. Great question, and I'm glad you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> the only skills challenge I think I remember is uh, Tatum hitting a half quarter to win it. Didn't okay, he? yeah, I, I don't know. Five years or something, uh, you know. Uh, we saw we saw Patrick Beverly in person. I remember that because that was shocking. <laughs> Where were Beverly you? <laughs> or, so he won it. He won it. He won it. Patrick Beverly. I, I think, and I only know this because I saw a trade <laughs> tweeting with Tom Ziller this morning. Sabonis won it. Right. Yeah, last year. Bigs have won it. Porzingis has won it. Anybody, any team can win. Now, now I <laughs> guess a, team could win. a little can't win, a big can't. It's not, it's not a little or big. It's a whole team. It's a whole. They combine team. scores or whatever. And then there is a, a half court shooting element to this too. At the end, that's, that's I guess round it. four, if you want to call it that. Think, like, I, like I, the two, the it's two part teams. Of the, yeah. It's part of well. Yeah, two teams advance. Yeah, whatever. Yes, there will yeah, be half-court yeah, shots. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's sort of its own separate event. I believe the top two teams, after those three that you took us through, yeah, have a half-court battle. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> all that's to say, uh, who's your prediction? Trey, get us started. Well, I mean, I know we're all huge skills challenge fans. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's dozens of us out there at this point. My, my first inclination is to go with Team Cleveland. Home court advantage. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you know, playing in their own confines. It's really going to mean a lot. Plus, they've got an all-star guard, which I think is kind of the trump card here, having a, a guard who is good at this. Yeah. Like, he would probably be picked for the real skills challenge. Oh, yeah. I don't know if everybody else would. Mm. Though I will say my second my second choice would be the rookies. They've got a nice collection of guys who can all handle, pass, and shoot. What I'm saying is I think can the they shoot, come in third. Can Josh Giddy and uh, Scotty Barnes shoot? Scotty yes. Barnes might get replaced. Oh, okay, because yeah. of injury. So, oh, they didn't make it. Uh, no, they they there's fly. some weather yeah. issues right yeah. now. Precious Achua and Scotty Barnes are still in Toronto, yeah. and they're missing Rising Stars media availability. Yeah, and there's uh, some concern that they're not going to get to the game <laughs> yeah. in time yeah. tonight. But by Saturday, I would hope they have gotten. There yeah, I mean the they could start driving now. At least Scotty. So, yeah, they do have more shooters than others. The Adetokubros. 
not shooters, but I'm going with that, that brotherly push. Yeah, the, the energy, like that the energy will be there, and yeah, it should be with Cleveland too. But the Rooks, uh, I don't know. I don't know how you. <laughs> how, a, how you? Okay, you okay. So who are you ultimately taking? Cavs. You're taking Cavs. Yeah. You're taking. I'm taking the. You're Greeks. taking the Bros. Taking the Greeks. I'm playing the homer card. Oh yeah, you uh, have of to, course. Rookies. But also with the moving target. Have you seen some of those sling passes Josh Giddy throws? This is going to be right in his alley. He should. He should so, dominate that. You know, they yeah. given style points this year. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Okay, so you're going the rooks. So, have to, all right. Have to. So that leaves me. I'll be doubling up with somebody here. I was just looking at the odds for this. Yes, you can <laughs> bet on this. Oh wait, can yeah, you can. Uh, the rooks are favorites, followed by the Cavs, and then uh, and then it's the, the the Greek Bros there. But I like your thinking. I think uh, Giannis, especially. Let's get this for Alex. Let's go do this. You know, let's get, let's get yeah. a photo. Good photo of us holding the trophy. Bulletin board material. They don't believe in us. No one believes in the end. Uh, Vegas doesn't believe exactly. in them. They're going to use them. Prove them. Yeah. Are so I, I'm with you. Yeah, they're going to get to the finals. Can you bet on that? Who will get to the finals oh, of the skills challenge? But I am worried that about the half court shooting when it comes down to it of Yanis Thanasis. I think they have the best chance of making those shots. Interesting. Than like a three pointer. Yeah. I think uh, if the Antetokounmpo's win and a G League player wins the skills challenge, they should cancel the skills challenge. <laughs> It'll be hard to see it go as the jewel of All Star Saturday night. But if a G League player wins it, it's over. Okay. And, and it's more so Giannis than, is going to try and end it yeah, forever. Yeah. If if we're saying that the most skilled player in basketball doesn't play in the NBA, they got to get rid of it. <laughs> I know they want to eat some time and they've got a sponsor on this thing, but the most excited we get and the most excited the players get is when we talk about the half-court shots. Half-court shots. Yeah, they love awesome. doing that at yeah, the end yeah, of practice. Great. They have the competitions. They put money on it. Yeah. What the hell are they waiting for? <laughs> Just get it going. I hope. Just half-court shots. <laughs> yes. I mean, Agreed. it doesn't have to be a shooting stars thing. I don't think. <laughs> okay. okay. I mean, right. it can be long enough if you're thinking about formatting it. Oh, yeah. by the way, somebody out there in the stream team, do me a favor and uh, keep track of all of our predictions here <laughs> because uh, we might have to put something on the line tomorrow night. Um, so let's get to the three-point contest. In fact, there's eight shooters. There's four of us. Let's let's pick our favorites to win it, and then we'll have a backup. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna be forced to like not being like, oh, we all like X. Um, let's make this interesting tomorrow night with our watch party. So, well, I almost feel like we should let Lee pick yeah, first because you are shooting. the three point shooter of the bunch. Um, <laughs> so Desmond Bain, Luke Kennard, who had a little practice last oh, night, yeah. going what eight, eight for nine? nine? Yeah. yeah. Career uh, high eight. Yeah. Yeah. Zach Levine. I mean, Is as he, far as we know, he's yeah. still in it. Uh, they haven't said otherwise. Uh, CJ McCollum had a big game. We didn't even talk about him uh, versus uh, Luca and the Mavericks last night. He uh, put up some points. We've got Patty Mills, Carl Anthony Towns, the big big in this, uh, Fred VanVleet, and Trey Young. So Lee, you make your first pick. Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm going to play the homer card again. Why not <laughs> go with Patty? He's having a great okay. season. I would love to see him win. I'd love to see an Australian win it because history could be made. It could be an Australian win it. We could have the first time a dunk champ has won the three point shootout in Zach Levine. We could have a lefty in Lukey. Oh my god! So I mean, history's there <laughs> to be made. But I'm going with Patty Mills. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? Okay. All right, Trey, you're up next. Who's your pick? Are we going full homers this round? Yeah, go nuts. <laughs> okay, give me Zach Levine. All right. He's not actually my favorite, but after the All Star draft. I did feel bad that you guys got both of the Bulls, so I'm going to have to go with Zach Levine. Though, I don't know. He just jumps too high for me. Mm. He jumps too high for it to be replicable in a three-point contest, which I think is kind of um, a disadvantage. You want a nice, short, compact stroke, but I got to get my guy early on. All right, Tess, you go ahead. You, you go, go ahead. Because oh, you. you're... you're... 
You've been more of a homer than I have. You've, you've worn the Raptors jersey more than I have. So, oh, well, uh, Homer, Homer. Yeah, okay, let's make you. it three yeah. for I mean, three. I'm just trying to force you. to Yeah, it. why not? Give me Fred Van Vliet. There's the, sure. the knee. There's a knee issue there. Oh, there's a there's knee bugging. issue. <laughs> gotcha. Right? I, I, I'm not convinced, and I know this is what Fred wants. He wants me to doubt him. He loves that. He wants to bet on himself all the time, and he always wins. So he's gonna make me uh, look silly or make people look silly, but. I, I'm just I can't see him with the rack. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I see him more of as a little bit off the dribble guy. But I'll take Freddie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, are we going snake here? I should get two picks. Oh, I sure. Think. Sure, <laughs> sure. That's why. Yeah. yeah. You sneaky <laughs> bastard. All right. Well, it's the same thing, you guys. It's got to be a snake. All right. It's right. got to be. You got you got the next two picks. Yeah. Uh, Homer, I live in Atlanta. Give me Trey Young. Yeah. Got to bounce pick. back. You got to bounce back after what happened in Chicago. We didn't have a good one. Yep. Uh, a couple of years ago. And Desmond Bain. Ooh, I wanted Desmond. The muscularity, I think, will take him through the, the couple rounds yeah, look at those pretty guns smoothly. There. He's not going to get tired dragging around all that weight, all those muscles. He'll be all right. He's tough. <laughs> okay, back to me then. Uh, give me the Nardog. Ah, <laughs> History nice, will be made nice. tomorrow night uh, with the lefty winning this thing. And I liked what I saw last night there <laughs> in, in the blowout victory. Oh, so, yeah, his I'll take photo, Luke. His photos creep me out there. He's like, <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, 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 Look at his eyes. Yeah. yeah, it's like, dude, you know we're taking a photo here. Yeah. Um, all right, so back to, I guess, Trey. Trey, yeah. Yep. Um, it's Towns or McCollum. Yeah, yeah man's got to have a dog. <laughs> but I'm going with Cat. Oh wow, he's got a he's got an easy replicable stroke mm. as well. Um, big guy though, a little That's... nervous on a big guy, but I do like that Towns basically shoots a set shot. Yeah, <laughs> like he's not he ain't putting a yeah. lot of lot of legs into it. Okay, mm. and, and you got to travel a little CJ. more too. Right. I'll you take travel CJ. a little bit more with the big man. He's got to go up to that Mountain Dew spot because there's the extra <laughs> oh, two balls. Right, right. Has to take uh, another he's got four steps. Legs, though. Uh, His ooh. legs are long. <laughs> Who's going to be the best at the bombs then? The dudes, the dew bombs. I guess Trey Young. <laughs> Trey Young Trey is good. Yeah. Fred, Fred. Fred. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's sneaky. He's got some distance to his threes. Okay, so you get McCollum there. Yep. And then uh, let's get to the dunk contest. So this one's going to be interesting. Somebody's going to be oh, stuck yeah. with JTA. <laughs> think he's going fourth here? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> so who goes first? I guess well, it's I not. Guess it's not last. Lee. I, yeah. And Trey did sort of get uh, the first crack at the skills because he loves it. <laughs> I love the skills. So Tass, here we go. Tass, you get the first one. I'll go next. Sweet. Um, yes, it's it's between two guys for me, but I'm going with Cole Anthony. Wow. Uh, I did some homework here, <laughs> uh, watching him in some uh, Florida dunk contests. I think he's got the most to offer. Mm. Uh, and uh, I, I think his size helps. Uh, you know, you got to go oh, with yeah. a, You got to go with a tiny guy. And uh, he is the smallest guy by a couple inches. I, I didn't think that uh, just when I saw the... The roster here, I thought Jalen Green, maybe the same size, but uh, Cole Anthony's uh, a couple inches shorter, which okay. helps. But I think I think he's got more. Watching Jalen Green, the next pick in this draft here, I assume. Yep, that's my pick. Yeah, yeah, I'll I, take the favorite. Vegas I think says the he's same. Through. I think it's the same dunk a lot of the time. Yeah, but he looks cool as shit when he dunks. Yeah, he throws down. Yeah, I mean, who knows he what he's cool. actually going to try? We know this whole NFT thing is going to be in play here. Nice. Uh, top shot. Uh, so that could go wrong, I guess, but I'll take I'll take him. Uh, by the way, Jalen Green's the favorite. Obi Toppin is next, and then Cole That's Anthony crazy. third. Cole's, uh, uh, Cole's got some history through the legs, over guys. That's what the that's what the YouTube says. Um, let's go, Trey. Next, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I mean, right. I've got I've got one, one Toscano answer. I okay, just know. So it. you're taking are you taking Obi <laughs> I'm gonna go Obi. Okay. <laughs> Gotta go be Obi. Okay, so the big guy. 
Always tough for a big guy to win, but he, he has some experience. I always like a guy that's been in it before, even though it was a weird one last year. Uh, I was doing some research this morning in the shower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had him second on my draft board. You know, my my research was like thinking of who I would pick. Okay, okay. <laughs> number one was Jalen Green. <laughs> all right, well, let's. I was hear, bored last night. Let's hear from the stream team. Um, who are you taking in all three of those events on Saturday night? And again, we'll be doing our watch party, and we'll uh, I don't know. We got to figure out. Either what the winner gets or whoever. Now, let's just figure out what the winner gets. What, anything come to mind? Uh, <laughs> As he looks around, around. Like a, you know, a Peloton. Yeah, yeah. You get a massage from JD. What about that? <laughs> Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Weird. A um, couple of the questions. Rising Stars tonight. New format on Sick. that one. You going to be watching? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Of course I will. Do I know what's happening? No. Not really. I'm excited to see these guys shooting from the legendary spots. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I hope they're that. going for the reenactments rather than just the rote shooting of shots. Right. If you don't shoot a hook shot from Magic Johnson's spot, it doesn't count in my book. Right. Uh, and yeah, I mean, the Elam ending, it's got to help. Uh, because Rising Stars, to me, worse than the celebrity game in general. Uh, but maybe having this there Ooh. to to have the guys plan for something at the end actually will help. Yeah, the final target yeah. score. 50 to the, in the first two games and then 25 in the... Uh, uh, the final game between the two winners. Yeah. It has been forgettable. The Friday nights have been forgettable unless somebody's clowning somebody, unless yeah. there's a bounce alley-oop, uh, bounce pass alley-oop, which has been cool. Well, you know, those singular plays. But now we got three Elam endings on Friday night. So maybe we'll see that. Hey, can I uh, – you guys keep saying that. Are they Elam endings when yeah. there are final target scores at the same thing? Yeah. I thought that's what it that's was. what the oh, definition okay. of Neil ending I'm is. I'm legit asking. I, what? Yeah. Well, I, maybe it isn't. <laughs> but I, thought it, I thought it was. Well, but, but there's a difference, right? Because in an All Star game, they weren't saying first to 100 wins. They weren't saying like first to this score wins, which is what they're doing in these games. Well, they would get to, yeah. they'd play three quarters and yeah, then they'd say right. first so to twenty four in yeah. honor of Kobe Bryant. Right. Maybe first to twenty four. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, but then they played the first yeah, okay. I thought there was a small, it's the same small difference. Sort of All right, same yeah. idea. Same idea. What uh, you excited for this? This is a nine PM start for you is on it? Friday night. Yeah. Oh, it's a bit of later. Celebrity at seven. I'm a little worried about you watching this. You'll be watching the highlights, I have a feeling. Yes, and I'll be uh, enjoying those highlights and I'll be uh, <laughs> taking notes and uh, looking forward to it. And I and I would and we could like we could do the whole thing. Are you team Isaiah? You team Rick Barry? You team Worthy? You team Peyton? But like I don't want to show you the teams again. And like we've had subs like Kaminga's in, Bones Highlands in. Who knows? Half these guys are going to show up with the weather. I don't know. You've been talking about uh, that busy bone. I think it's busy bone. Oh yeah, yeah wearing yeah. the Cavs jersey that you're wearing right now. First of the month. <laughs> yeah, Bones Highland. His obviously his nickname is Bones. It, his Twitter handle is busy bone. It's in Cleveland. It's got to be sometime. Are they doing there. a Rising Stars MVP? You yeah, think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. they have been over the years. Okay. Yeah. I like Bones. That's a good pick. <laughs> wow. Bones, Thugs, and Harmony. Uh, in Cleveland. Why best now? guess, Lee, at how Cleveland's going to celebrate the NBA 75, uh, really 76. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're going to get all the players out on the court at some point. Yep. I just don't think we're going to see the same thing we saw 25 This years guy ago. is convinced we're not in leather so. jackets. No, no. But some sort of, like, you know, acknowledgement of... Because a lot of the players actually are no longer with us as well. So there's probably only around 50 or so who actually will be there in attendance. And maybe some, like Davis, might maybe not there as well. But uh, mm-hmm. I think it will just be like, hey, this guy won four championships and two MVPs or whatever and give it up for him. There'll be a quick introduction <laughs> for so. each player I on the 75 so. yeah. slash 76 list. Okay. Yeah. But no jackets, unfortunately. I don't think so. But maybe they'll be like, let's just run it back because everyone still remembers it. So let's do it again. All right. 
What are you, you're Team Jackets. I'm Team Jackets. The Jackets are mentioned too often by people that are, like, actually connected to the league. Like, Ernie Johnson mentioned Jackets when they were showing uh, Charles Barkley's, you know, like, behind-the-scenes footage yeah. last night. And I was like, if Ernie knows about the Jackets, everybody knows about the Jackets. So I think we're going to get like a like a 2022 version of the jackets, you know. I don't yeah. think that they'll be exactly the same, but I think there'll be something memorable that they give to everybody that kind of relates to their career when they do these introductions. And I assume it'll all be at halftime. I don't know why. I just think they're going to run yeah. everything back from 1997. I, I sort of do too. What do you think? I think that I'm uh, have been scouring the internet, looking. I'm looking at the Athletic Live Blog just for a clue. Just for a clue. Because that's how I am. I just need to dig, but now I got nothing. I, oh, what I, about this? Uh, what about this? Just hit me. Common introduces <laughs> all yeah, 75 yeah, yeah, slash 76 yeah. greatest players of all yeah. time with like a a slick yeah. bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can hit a hook shot from very far. Ladies and gentlemen, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We should have wrote nice. these. Do we still have yeah, time to do yeah. this? It's not till Sunday. Yeah. What do you do for Hal Greer? <laughs> Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> he's putting flavor in your ear. Yeah. The one and only Hal Greer. Yeah. Yeah. This is the way to go. This is the way to go. And yeah. maybe oh, like yeah. add a little like a <laughs> little rock and roll vibe. We're in Cleveland. I love it. Yeah. Get Kevin O'Connor on uh, shredding a little bit. Hey, man, I, I, I love the common lines. I remember I did it last year for yeah. you guys. Yeah. Do it. Do it for all of them. Uh, Anthony Anderson is part of the halftime something something. I saw his name. Uh, He's always part of it. There's a concert. So they're going to be there. They're going to be there. But yeah, let's get the common. Okay. Uh, uh, and well, then cool. let's, let's drop some bars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think which player. Lee's looking at it. Uh, yeah, which yeah. player will be the most difficult for Common to come up with? Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh, he's already done it though. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or was uh, that Drake? No, that was Drake. Yeah, right. Oh, um, Bleeding together. Uh, <laughs> if you've got, if you have a bar because you see something from Sam Jones, you like go nuts. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to think. <laughs> he, he's used to shepherding cattle and steer. But he loves basketball, ladies and gentlemen. It's Hal Greer. Oh, <laughs> Come back to Hal. Too. Yeah, yeah. Why not? We're workshopping here. Did you know he's a farmer? <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> what, do you, what do you got, Lee? Come on, give us In one. In his top seventy-five jacket, he's dripping from the Chicago Bulls. Scotty Pippen. It's Scotty Pippen. <laughs> you don't got nothing for golf shades. <laughs> uh, when you were on the court, you would do what he says. It oh, is. From J.J. Reddick, he's lacking praise. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Dolph Shays. Okay. That's, that's a that's basketball one. That's a basketball one. Did you know Dolph Shays has only shot 38% from the floor, J.J. Right. Reddick? J.J. Reddick, let it be known. Oh, man. Okay. If you, you know All what? Jokes got me feeling woozy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Bob Cousy. Okay. We need, we need a line for every player yeah. from, from everybody in the stream team right now, from everybody listening later, watching later, drop your best common like bars for all of the top 75 players. I love this. Maybe we'll, com- we'll compile them or something. Oh, a good comment from Ty Winter in the stream team. Yes. Dave DeBusher might be a tough one. Oh, <laughs> is he on the top list? It's for sure. It's Dave. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Usually your money, usually you're a swisher. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Dave DeBusher. Something about him hitting shots. Come on, come on. Next swisher? Maybe next uh, swisher. Do that one. Oh, Clyde Drexler. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. Don't call him AC Green because he'd never sex her. 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Clyde Drexler. Poor AC Green, not, not named to the list. Everybody's uh, going vegan these days. Clyde likes to eat at Wexler's. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Clyde Drexler. Joel uh. uh, <laughs> Embiid broke his record streak for scoring exactly 31 <laughs> points in a game this year. Who? <laughs> it's Bob McIntyre. Oh. Don't have Bob. Don't have Bob. What about Bob? Yeah, yeah, that, that one needs some workshopping. But there's no something shit. there. It does. <laughs> oh. Okay, okay. Well, let's hear your, your common like lines there. Um, I guess my final question with All Star Weekend here. I don't know why I'm finding this so funny. All Star Game MVP. I'm not even asking who's gonna win the game. Are you Team LeBron? Or are you Team Durant? I mean, LeBron's gonna win. Team LeBron's gonna win. He always yeah. does. Four but, but All Star Game MVP. I always love this question because you can like talk yourself into the narrative part. Like either who's the great player in the game that doesn't have one because they all like to try and accumulate one. We've seen that before. Where the game is might come into play with being in Cleveland. Does that mean, obviously, a Cavs player or, like, LeBron going back? You know, so you you go first. What's your reason behind your All-Star Game MVP prediction? I'm talking myself into LeBron. Yeah. Being in Cleveland. Throwback. Better team. I mean, he's got a a ridiculous team. Uh, The way his 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 starters are just high. He's got the top three scorers in the game, and then he's got Steph, uh, and then he's got uh, his his other – who's – Steph, DeRozan, LeBron, Jokic. Jokic is yeah. his other yeah. guy. That's starting lineup. Pretty so good. somebody, I think somebody from that five is going to get it. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. There's this Cleveland feeling in me. I think they'll just love him out there. Okay. Trey? That's a really good pick, actually. Yeah. I, also, I also like how at the All-Star draft he wouldn't trade away Darius Garland because he needed protection for coming back to Cleveland. <laughs> He's got something on his mind. Yeah, That's, mm. a, that's a good pick. Uh a little bit of me feels like I have to take Jared Allen. <laughs> you almost got him. Nah, I'm not going to. I'm going to take the other guy you're talking me into, Skeets. DeMar DeRozan! Sure. I love it. He's a beloved player amongst right. other players. Yes. Obviously doesn't have an all-star MVP, and his shot making right now is incredible. So I figure he'll probably get fed a little bit, get yep. a whole bunch of yep. points, have some throwback cool dunks. You know, we don't see him quite as much anymore, but he can still get up and throw down. So give me DDR. I, I like that little addition there to the narrative aspect of the all-star game MVP. Who do the other players sometimes want to help try and get there? Okay, so you're going DeRozan. 14-1 to 1 odds on DeRozan. LeBron, 5-1 to 1 odds. Uh, where are you going? The only thing is with the older guys they know they can sort of just take their pace and that's the problem with the LeBron yeah, pick even exactly. he might just be like I he's don't won care. this a I ton of times yeah, yeah. you know so I'm going with a guy who's on the bigger stage for the first time and he doesn't know how to do anything other than put up highlights John Morant John Morant 7 to pick. 1 odds yeah okay yeah. Um, who doesn't have one that is like an elite player in the league Steph Curry I don't yeah, think has an all-star yeah, game MVP no, which doesn't. is a little strange uh, Giannis does yeah mm-hmm. right last year Jokic doesn't um, Embiid doesn't. I, you know what? Give me Curry. Sure. But it, it's a it's a strange one. It's like he's gonna obviously just fire up a bunch of threes, and is he gonna hit them or not? He struggle at times in these games, which is just weird. Uh, so I'll go Steph Curry though. You know, you could talk me into a Luka, Jokic. Uh, you can go on and on and on. I love the DeRozan pick too. I, I would I'd put some coin on fourteen to one. I like those odds. All right, let's hear from everybody out there. In the stream team. As you can tell, we're very excited for uh, All-Star Weekend. And for the final time, I'll remind you here. Well, I'll probably remind you at the end of the show one more time. But we got the watch party tomorrow night around 8 p.m. Eastern. 
We'll be here in the Classic Factory watching all of the events and just hanging out and talking about them and chatting with you guys in the stream team. So join us for that. We're going to take one more break. Then we got Tweet of the Night, a little callback. That's your tease for you and some rapid fire fun. Don't go anywhere. Been doing a bunch of retirement planning stuff lately. So I've had documents flying in and out the mailbox. A lot of signatures, both analog and digital. A lot of phone calls, a lot of stamps. Got to get my long-term future straight. Yeah. Let me tell you, Skeets, the things we build our future around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. Watch your assets. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash nodunks for 10% off plus free document shipping. Trust and Will's website is simple to use and the process is straightforward. In no time, you'll have peace of mind that your assets and wishes are secure with easy access and control of your estate planning. Each will or trust is state-specific and customized to your needs whether it be care wishes, nomination guardians, final arrangements, or power of attorney. It's easy to ensure your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings or the state deciding what happens to your assets. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with trust and will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash nodunks. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash nodunks. Placing a trade shouldn't be complicated. It should be smooth as butter. The Fidelity app makes investing easy with zero commission U.S. stock and ETF trades, no account minimums, and fractional shares trading. Fidelity, where nothing comes between you and the trade. That's smooth. Download our app free from the App Store or Google Play. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. No account minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. All right, back with No Dunks, stream team, having some fun with our request for common-like introductions for the top 75 players Killing of all it. time. Uh, I like this from, from AJ. He came, he saw, he's done it all in one. Ladies and gentlemen, Hakeem Olajuwon. Mm-hmm. Good one. You can see that being a real one. Okay, let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm. Tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. Well, it's an email. It ain't a tweet. Uh, we really got to change the name of this segment. That's my favorite start to any tweet of the week. I don't even know if we it's had not. an actual tweet this week for Tweet of the Night. We yeah, had a lot of Instagrams, now we got an email. Okay. Yeah, had to follow up the Instagram yesterday with, hey, it's an email. It's a follow-up email, though. From the beginning of the season, a fan of ours, Danny, he sent us his predicament. He was going to New York for Valentine's Day weekend. He could only go to one game. He could only drag his wife to one game and he had told us to pick the Knicks at home to the OKC Thunder or Brooklyn at home to Sacramento. I think it was a pretty divided table. Uh, and yeah, in the end, we had a good debate about it. Yeah. And he heard us wondering a couple days ago. So he sent us the response. All right. Danny emailing in. I decided to go with the Mecca and can safely say MSG deserves better. Yes. The Knicks suck. And Julius Randle has the attitude of a star, but not the quality to back it up. Interesting. I did, however, get to see Josh Giddy, a true star in the making. Oh, God. Oh, he's a, he's a giddy man. Uh, he put on a show and provided silky dishes and hair strokes. Even my wife, who I was explaining the rules to as we watched, could tell he was by far the best player on the court. And we're showing you a snapshot nice. of Danny's wife here in front of MSG. 
uh, in front of the floor there. The twist, though. Here's a twist from Danny's email. As my wife and I are also into history, I was able to get a little day trip to Philadelphia where we were able to watch the 76ers take on the Cavs. Wow. And, man, what a game. A 40-piece triple-double from Joel Embiid with a monster dunk that Saturday night. Way to go, Danny. Uh, yes, I have the best wife. And, yes, she did get her own back by putting a big hole in my credit card on Fifth Avenue. Mm. <laughs> End of email. All right. All right. So, awesome. He got to see. So, yeah. he made the right call, ultimately. We yes. did decide that between the Barclays game that he that he would have got. Yeah. And when he got an MSG, he did. He uh, worked out. At the beginning, our debate was the beginning of the season. Yeah. Okay, you're going to go see Brooklyn. You get Durant. You get one of the best All ever. Right, sure. You get hard. That didn't happen. <laughs> nope. Neither guy. No. Uh, so and, got MSG and, and Flow. You yeah. I guess he would have saw that was the Seth Curry and Andre Drummond uh, starring that game. <laughs> yeah. Or he went to the, to the next game and he saw a triple double from uh, Josh Giddy. Yeah, he picked the right game. There's but, no doubt. And, and he a, got to Philadelphia. Yeah, the, that yeah. was the game, a 40 point performance from Joel Embiid. Feel good about that? Absolutely, yeah. Good on you, Danny. Yeah, good on you, Danny. Seeing Joshy in the garden. Yeah. Great stuff. Great, great. Uh, pick em results. From last night, we obviously have no game to pick tonight. We'll take a little break. But it was Dallas, New Orleans. Mavs were favored by two and a half on the road. This brought to you by BetMGM. Everybody knows that by now. And uh, Dallas came through. Though, like I said, I got a little... Uh, little um, Overzealous. Yeah, overzealous is probably the right word. You little, just like uh, to get in there. Yeah, I just like, let's get it done. They were up 20 plus. It was like, I don't know, eight minutes ago. I'm like, they're not losing this. They're covering this. And then it was like, uh-oh. But they pulled it out. In the end, Dallas gets the win. I'm 10-3 and three in February. Lee's 9-4 and because you had the Mavs. Trey 6-7. and seven. He needed that one. That was a good one for him. And Tass swerved and took the Pels. And uh, they came up a little short. So you fall to 4-9. and nine. Not good. And by the time we come back... Three, with games there's like three maybe, more nights wow in february yeah short month it's a short one it's not a leap year <laughs> oh <laughs> that would have helped you out uh so yeah right now 10 and 3 9 and 4 and then 6 and 7 and 4 and 9 but it's still close enough to uh between trey and tash to uh ultimately see who's last place you don't want to be last place because then you gotta do the pick and pay off and it might be wearing a dog shot collar on the show like i did mm-hmm. earlier this week go check that video up on our no dunks youtube feed okay Let's wrap up this drop podcast with some rapid fire fun. JD, you got the questions this week, and we got the answers. I do. Um, okay, yes, yes, yes. Uh, we're all good. We're all good here. Okay, last week we were treated to a Super Bowl commercial featuring present-day LeBron talking to a young LeBron circa 2003. 2003. 2003. I don't know how to say that anymore. 2003, yeah. 03, I guess you could say. He was talking to himself in 2003. <laughs> what advice would you have for the 2003 version of yourself, Tass? 2003. That was two years after I bought season seats with my buddies. For the Toronto Raptors, we were up there in, in the nosebleeds. We saw Vince Carter was going to the playoffs. Oh, yeah, we can put some money down. I think, I think he literally had to... Was it 50 or 500 we put down? Anyways, I think it was 50. 50 bucks? To put down. Yeah, I mean, the seats were the seats were cheap. I wasn't yeah, yeah, making money. Yeah, up in the nose, I was spending $25 a ticket. I was only getting 10 tickets. Only a $250 investment. Anyway, <laughs> I would tell myself then, don't go back, son. Oh, don't go back. What? You've got another decade. Just don't renew those tickets. You've got another decade, another decade of abysmal play. You've seen the best that you will see before you move to Atlanta in 2013. I won't tell myself that because that would change. That would, that's a butterfly effect. But I would just say don't, <laughs> yeah. don't do it because they went to the playoffs. 
Saw them against the Sixers. Saw them against the Knicks. And then there was a, an invisible series against the, Pist- the Pistons the next season, but that's it. They peaked. So, yeah, don't do it. <laughs> Save your 250. Give up. <laughs> Give up. Wow, Lily. Yeah, well, after the 2000 Olympics were in Sydney, but I was in Greece and I missed them. I said, I'm definitely going to Athens in 2004. That's it. I'm going to the Olympics. But instead, what I should have done is gone to India because Australia went to play cricket in India and won for the first time in forever. Mm. And I should have said to myself, Wait for Beijing. You're going to want to go to Beijing <laughs> for the Olympics to see Usain Bolt smash records in the hundreds and the two hundred. <laughs> Only Ellis showing up saying, "Wait for Beijing." Yeah, man. <laughs> Don't go to India because now, you know, you're married. You've got a couple of kids. It's a that India trip is now deep in the in, in the radar. Mm. I could have gone. No kids. No, you know, wife. Yeah. So that would have been the time to go. And Australia won. So now I can't go back and have that monumental mm. moment either. It's like it's happened already. So skip Athens. Go to India and oh, then go to Beijing. How oh, dare you skip out? Wow. You can go to India. That's uh, not yeah. that far. It's not the distance. It's no, more I just know. The, uh, you know, I, I was talking Listen, to my you're friend. You're saying the complications with kids, maybe. Yeah, with yeah. kids. And, and I was talking so. with one of my friends who went there for business. He was walking along, and one of his friends just fell down the, like a hole in the road. That's a cartoon. <laughs> it sounds like it, yeah. And he's like, it was crazy. We were just walking along and then there was just a hole that was kind of covered up and he went, boom, straight down. Was he okay? Oh, they had to get him out. It took like a couple of hours to get him out, yeah. What? Like he fell down and it was like over his head and he's like, get me out. And they're like, how? Okay, well, yeah, maybe don't take your kids there, I guess. Uh, Exactly. Imagine you're walking along holding hands. It's like, whoops, whoops. Crazy. Oh, that could could happen in Athens for sure. You see those holes? (laughs) You're not wrong. That could happen on DeKalb here in Atlanta. I'm not saying Athens was a bad experience. It was a great Olympics. I just, I would rather, there was no Usain Bolt, you know. Yeah, yeah. The hundred meters wasn't all that flash in uh, Athens. No, get to Beijing. That's where it really happened. <laughs> that was yeah. That was the year for Usain, right? That was his first in the two thousand and eight. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Skeets. I promised JD. Um, um, this is not a cop out because I didn't have an answer, but Tass alluded to it. I'm saying nothing. Hmm. There's no way current Skeets is interacting back with O three Skeets because I'm worried about the butterfly effect. <laughs> Any sort of thing I say, any bet I would tell, like, hey, buy Apple stock or something like right. that. I don't know. The, the the effects could be huge. We could not be doing this show for crying out loud. So uh, All right. I, I'm just not touching it. I yeah. just, I, I just uh, observe young skeets from afar. Do you think you can take him in a game of one-on-one? Oh, I don't mind that idea. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. You think so? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. That's a good question. Could I currently, 41-year-old Skeets, take 23-year-old Skeets in a game of one-on-one? Would you take him into the post? I mean, he's probably a bit quicker than you. He definitely is quicker than yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd have to just get... <laughs> the, the craftiness. Yeah. You'd think so. The experience. You'd get so. him over the line. Yes. Uh, yeah, wisdom plays into it for sure. Uh, all right, next one. Charles Barkley is turning 59 on Sunday. He'll be 61 when his contract with TNT expires. Uh, and he said he's probably not coming back. Bummer. Uh, quote, he says. <laughs> he didn't say quote. I'm saying quote. <laughs> I'll be 61 when I finish out my contract. I don't want to die on TV. I want to die on the golf course or somewhere fishing. I don't want to be sitting next to fat ass old shack and drop dead. <laughs> Tassie, where do you want to die? <laughs> 
Well, uh, I hope I hope Chucky doesn't retire. It's yeah. Too soon, Jock. Come on. Are you gonna commit? collect your social security man just uh, anyways i hope he stays on where do i want to die tough question uh outdoors i'll be closer to heaven don't have to go through a roof you know what i mean um, and uh i think what's heavenly about outdoors the winter classic hockey game i want to be watching the winter classic hockey game uh eating a fun dip probably and uh if there is no heaven maybe they can put me at center ice and i can get uh, hoovered up by the aliens Wow. So, uh, you know, I'm playing both sides here. <laughs> unexpected, and I love it. That was an unexpected question. I got to go weird. <laughs> We're running out of questions. Yeah. To be honest. I, yeah, told, yeah. I told Nora this is one of the questions today. She goes, uh, you guys should maybe stop doing rapid fire. Asking how and where you want to die, but yeah. Yeah. It's all in good fun. Lily. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't know how to answer this one, but um, so I thought, well, I've had a couple of close experiences, you know, like uh, I had the guy in my room in Brazil. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. I could have been murdered then, nearly drowned once, you know. Uh, <laughs> could have went to India. Yeah, out a well, hole. exactly, exactly. Yeah. And that's kind of where I'm going. I want it to be some. Like, I was once on a flight from London to Singapore. And there was a, a, a girl sitting by the window, a spare seat of them, me, and she just said, oh, it's a long flight, do you want a, t- you want a tablet? And because she was pretty, I was like, yeah, sure. And I took it. <laughs> because she was pretty. <laughs> and I took it. And then it wasn't until halfway through the flight, I was like, gosh, she could, like, maybe she was going to drug me. And when we get to Singapore, she was going to, like, I don't know, do something to me, like steal my kidney. You hear about that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, that's true. And, it's uh, hard to carry a grown man off of a plane <laughs> to steal his kidneys. Uh, hold on, hold on. When you said tablet, I thought you meant at first like an iPad. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought. Uh, sure. We didn't have tablets back then. So, so it was a, like a mint? It was like, she, I think she said it was a sleeping tablet. But yeah. I, I sort of, now it makes a little I got so I got so anxious after I took it thinking like I might die that I was like, just like, oh, 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 you're not going to, you know, steal my kidney. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I think that's how I'd like you to actually be. He's like, ah, oh, he was just taking a sleeping tablet and he died <laughs> on his way to India. <laughs> on his way to Singapore to take a dump in the airport. He uh, said one it. last thing before I go. <laughs> Never made it. Oh, God. So, so typically, and I, the question is, where do you want to die? Like, not how do you want uh, to die. But, somewhere uh, over India. Uh, somewhere uh, over India. <laughs> Is that not a bad way to go? Yeah, it's bye bye. Skates. Well, I mean, Chuck says he doesn't want to die on TV, but I want to die on a podcast. <laughs> I want to die right here in the Classic Factory, you know, with the, the bright pink neon glowing lights of our sign, the last thing I see, or maybe like a final embrace the day people as I... You know, go off to wherever the hell I'm going. That uh, could have happened this week when, with the dog pop. I just had to turn it up. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I was uh, very close to death. Uh, but yeah, right here in the Classic Factory. All right, last one. This week, Lee told us he went deep while shopping for washing up gloves on Amazon. He dove right into those customer reviews to find the perfect pair. Hey, great news. He loves them. And bonus, it was BOGO. Buy one, get one. (laughs) Tass, tell us about a time your research really paid off. Uh, Well, that's not a great answer. I bought a kayak uh, recently. Mm -hmm. Um... 
they were just they were inflated because of the uh, the shortage here. <laughs> oh, I thought uh, you bought an inflatable yeah, kayak. No, <laughs> I thought about it, and that yeah. was suggested. Inflatable kayaks are very durable. Sure. Surprisingly, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, mm-hmm. the army uses them. Uh, so they are, but but you got to have a nice wide wingspan because they are, you know, the flanks are they're bigger. Oh, bigger you got to go out. You got to go. You can't turn as fast. Anyway, okay. um, I bought a kayak. Okay, I like it. Nice. <laughs> Even though they're costlier uh, because of the ch- uh, supply chain. Right. But listen. Worth don't, it. Don't blame that on our president, okay? Don't do that. <laughs> Anyways, it's happening. How much, how much uh, okay. research did you do? Like I did for a while. For a while, yeah. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I was talking to guys who uh, went out in some real rapids, saw some whales in the yaks. Wow. Uh, but, uh, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> whales in the yaks. Where there's yeah. rapids, there are whales? No. <laughs> no. <a> deep river. <laughs> uh, no, just so. Uh, Lost coast, whale, too. This is the coast of Georgia. <laughs> the, uh, what the, the hell am I doing out here? <laughs> 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 There's currently whales every every year. Whales come from go from Alaska to Maui. Yeah, that's pretty that's far, cool. man. That's awesome. Vacation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, see you later. Great, <laughs> <laughs> right, Ali. Yeah. Um, so you know, back in the old days as well, uh, when we used to have to go to internet cafes. I'm already laughing. <laughs> you know, before we all had it on our phones and stuff. Uh, I had a big trip. Went to the Middle East. Went to Syria and Lebanon, Jordan, and Egypt. And it was, you know, Egypt not so bad. A lot of people been there. Lebanon, one or two people. But Syria, you know, not a lot of people been there. I was talking to this guy one day. He said, "Go to Syria. It's the greatest place." I was like, "Wow, Syria? Not on my radar." I went to the old Lonely Planet Lemon Tree. That was the old like blog where you know, like it's like a Reddit. And man, I came out of that thinking like, people are like this is the best place to go and visit. It's the greatest place. And I was skeptical. I was like, no way. But the more I read, it was legit reviews from travelers. Syria was one of the greatest places I've ever been to. It was awesome. Food was great. Awesome people. Tons of history. Uh, So much to see and do. And uh, I was just shocked. But... (laughs) It's great. Nowadays, you just do it on your phone. But I had to go into. I spent like two or three hours in the internet cafe just oh, reading. Not these. cheap. No, no, it's like you know, four quid an hour. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, I only had the Lonely Planet book when I was traveling yeah. around. Yeah, that's how old I am. Lee All went right. to the lemon party. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Siri looks crazy. <laughs> Very cool. All right, Skeets, you bring us home. I mean, it's not as good as that. Uh, <laughs> it's actually, it, it's currently happening, the research. And I think it's going to pay off. I don't want to jinx anything. But uh, I'm looking for a treadmill. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Want to get one? Um, you know, I, I'm con- I, I just... I did just sign up for the YMCA uh, to, to, to use their treadmill because I've got this uh, whole program coming up here. I talked about uh, a marathon I'm running later in the summer. So I need it to do speed work and stuff like that, or I want it. But I've been looking into one. I asked you about your uh, Peloton um, treadmill that you had. I know there were some, some, some issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm looking at that. I'm looking at a bunch of other ones. I asked people on Twitter. Anyway, I think it's paid off because I'm just taking my time, and it's taking so long I can't make a decision. That somebody just contacted me, slid into my DMs, said, hey, I might be able to hook you up with a family and friends discount. Wow. On a Nordic track. Whoa. I was like, ooh, that's one I'm looking at. Wow. I've read the reviews of that. It's better than Legit. lemon party. Um, <laughs> lemon party. <No>. <laughs> <laughs> That's top of the line. When I when I when I made my selection, I was Nordic Tracker Peloton. Yeah, I'm happy so, with my so, selection, so but Nordic's the top. Fingers crossed here that this is going to be a pretty nice little mm. discount. Those family and friends discounts are no joke. So uh, yeah, hopefully I'll be getting one. And the research paid off just because I couldn't make a decision. Really mm, great. Yeah, wow. your move, Peloton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm interested. Yeah. 
Make you me get, a deal. I can't refuse. <laughs> I'm looking at a Peloton bike right now. Yeah, it's over there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there it is. All right, guys. That's rapid fire. Always fun, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Just when you think we've run out of questions to ask, <laughs> we just end up asking them again. It's just like 10 years later. Yeah. Uh, but that's Rapid Fire. That's the Drop Podcast. Hopefully another classic. You tell us. Let us know with your five-star ratings and reviews wherever you listen to Apple Podcasts. And let us know by subscribing to No Dunks on YouTube if you enjoy the show and share it with your friends. We will be back tomorrow night. Usually I say at this point, all right, guys, we'll see you on Monday for NBA weekend winners and losers. Not this time. Saturday night, watch party for the all-star Saturday night festivities. We'll get started around 8 p.m. Eastern. So join us on Saturday. That's going to be a lot of fun. Email in your questions to nodunksattheathletic.com. Follow us on all the social media channels, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, at nodunksinc. And get yourself an athletic subscription. Go to theathletic.com slash no dunks all right guys we'll see you tomorrow night right back here in the classic factory until then clipper bros you heard it here first have a great time turn up love you guys awesome thanks for joining us and remember in honor of a con a common line right here skip athens and wait for beijing from the 76ers it's julius irving <laughs> thank you pat lagarde that's a good one right embrace there. the day people uh. <laughs>as you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.